BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. Yo, what up, folks? Welcome in. Hardwood Handicappers on this. We have now dubbed West Coast Wednesday, Western Conference Wednesday. Yeah, let's do it. Um, because there's a lot of news coming out of the Western Conference that um, needs to be dissected and discussed. So Kelly Bidlin alongside, we will do just that. We'll also try to get into the uh, Wednesday card a little bit. Um, there's a couple of interesting spots. I want to throw some stuff at Kelly to see if anything sticks. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How you doing? It's just been, uh, I don't know about you, but just overall game-to-game betting, it's just been slim pickings the past few weeks, it feels like. Like, it is very, I've had limited bets, you know what I mean? When I've had it, when I've had them, they've been okay. <laughs> like, it's uh, like I, w- I was heavy on the Kings on Monday. That didn't work out well. I was heavy on the Cavs last night. That worked out well. Um, Celtics got home last night, but other than that, it's just been. I think it's overall, it's been a uh, especially the past few weeks or a month. It's been a, it's been a tough just betting the NBA period. Yeah, it would be uh, it would be a challenge to say writing a best bet article six days a week, and you know what I mean, finding some stuff for people to to analyze there but uh. yeah i do not envy you for that yes absolutely yes seriously man good on good on you <laughs> not really loved that that much and I, I actually i feel bad because like there are things that i'll bet but it's later in the day because you're waiting for information and stuff so i feel like i i like i like hearing from people that they just like the insight and like it changes like i think it was it was mitch or somebody else who told me the way the article is written it helps them look at things differently so that's cool mm-hmm. right still a certain yes. value but um you know, like there was like a three day stretch where every day in the best bet section, I was like, essentially, yeah, guys, sorry, we need to wait for information. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. I, I got nothing. Right. So I mean, what that, I've, I've been betting totals a little bit more uh, near the end of the year. I've been trying to get more into totals and I'm going to go back and see. I'm going to do a lot with the column and recapping it. But it, the totals have been something I've been diving into a little bit more with, I think, some success. But I'll have to have that at the end of the day. But I agree with you is essentially what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been tough. Makes me. Makes me weep. All right, let's get into the news. And speaking of weeping, of uh, the night slash day, and that would be the Los Angeles Clippers 
and another injury to one of their two big guys, Paul George, goes down with, I mean, I don't know about you, Kelly. So I, I didn't get to watch the game. I was scrambling to try to find an illegal stream to watch the game on, and I couldn't <laughs> find it because it's blacked out out here. And so I'm kind of keeping track online and the box score, and I just see Paul George just over and over again. I'm like, oh, boy, what happened? Mm-hmm. And first it was the dunk, and I was like, oh, cool. Right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, this, this is a really dope dunk. Like, that's the most athletic I've seen him in years. What a right. sweet dunk. Yeah, the 360 <laughs> dunk. Like, that's great. Um, and then turns out, no, a gruesome-looking knee injury that ultimately, luckily enough for him, it did, yeah. not, um, did not seem too serious. He will be reevaluated in two to three weeks. He's expected to miss the rest of the regular season and that there is a chance he would be ready and back by the time the postseason play begins. So the question now becomes for the Clippers, who in some spots are like, and it's funny, they haven't really been adjusted too much. They're down to about 14-1 to to win the NBA title now. It's where I've got them at in terms of my ticket. What do we do with the Clippers now as we kind of move forward? This is a team that, uh, I don't know, they have some depth to them, but this is a big loss for them. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um, I think this is the constant reminder of people of, uh, you know, if your future's betting, like it, it's, it, uh, there's no reason to fire on the Clippers now, right? Like there, it doesn't mean they're out of it. Doesn't mean they can't do this, but just wait a couple weeks because, uh, this number is only going to get longer while he's out. Right. I, I mean, it, it, assuming they, uh, I, I guess I'm assuming they're going to, they're going to lose more games than if they had him on the court, but assuming that is true, you're probably going to see an even longer number as a, you know, in another, in a week or two. So I think it's uh, one of those today. It's good. Hey, for you, I'm happy, man. Good news. I thought this pod today might have to be a Clippers therapy session pod. Uh, Cause this is just, I, I mean, it has become brutal. What, what, uh, what between Kawhi and PG and stuff that you, what you guys have had to go through as fans over these past few years. And uh, this year with the wide open as the West is, man, it really felt like an opportunity for them to, uh, to get something going there in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, it, it, when you saw it, unfortunately we get, you know, you don't like, you never like to play doctor, but unfortunately like when you see it, like we've seen enough of these by now where it's like, okay, it's like a hyperextended sprain, you know, it's something in that or it's something really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was one of those where I saw that news come down this afternoon. And I'm like, thank God. Like that just, he, he's too good of a player to like, not be able to watch. You know what I mean? We talk about right. star power mattering in sports and stuff. And this is, it's a prime example. You want Paul George out there for people to watch for people to, I mean, you know, screw the betting side, but just for people to watch the game. It's a great play. Well, and before we get to the other, the betting stuff of it too, I mean, to, to add to that, Kelly, um, remember what happened to Paul George with his leg out here in Las Vegas. Like this is a guy mm-hmm. that's been going through some, that has gone through some gruesome injuries in the past. And in the early on in his career was at the top of the NBA was, was going to be one of those guys. And you know, you can argue still is at this point right now, but now he's had a tumultuous career in terms of injury, in terms of his perception by people too. So yeah, I thought it was kind of important to like, and I'm glad you did it, like express the human side of this before we get a little bit more into what this means for the Clippers. Cause um yeah it kind of stunk to see him go down as a clipper fan and as just knowing as somebody who knows what paul george has gone through up to this point so now as we kind of move forward and i'll have the clipper schedule for you in a second but do you think it is fair for me to say that again we got about what i think they got nine ten games left they've got like two games against memphis so that's going to be pretty tough without paul george they got a pretty difficult schedule but of the two stars that you were going to lose two to three weeks before the regular season ended You'd rather it be Paul, not rather, because that sounds gross, right? But you can overcome, I think, you can overcome Paul George's absence, I think, 
a little bit better than you would Kawhi Leonard's. I, I yeah, I, I you I think you're you're a pro and a nice guy for for framing it the way you ref, uh, you reframed it. But yes, absolutely, it would be way it would be way more painful on the Clippers' hopes if right. you lost Kawhi Leonard for, for this amount of time as opposed to Paul George. That is nothing against Paul George. There's nothing against how the Clippers are set up in general. Um, I I just think for what Kawhi's been through in, in recent years um, and actually getting to see him for an extended period of time this season, you know what I mean? And actually starting to play the, you know, the occasional back-to-backs for the first time in like years. Oh man, it would, yes, it would have been way worse if it was him. And that is, I don't mean that to sound callous or bad or anything like that, but that is, that is just the truth. That is the truth of the matter when it comes to the Clippers and for NBA fans out there, period. Yeah. And, and like, so if you look at some of the numbers as well, like Kawhi Leonard on the floor without Paul George, a negative 0.3 net rating. So they're not terrible. They're not great. Um, and when you start to filter through some of the lineups post trade deadline, there are some good ones out there, right? Like Terrence Mann, Nick Batum, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris, and Avicii Zubac over the course of about a game, 100 possessions, a plus 2.8 net rating, and a good defensive rating of 105.7. Um, there's not a ton of positives, though, right? You can look to like a Terrence Mann, Norm Powell, Nick Batum, Kawhi Leonard lineup with Marcus Morris at center. So, small ball lineup. That lineup is plus 10.5 per 100 possessions. The problem is. Uh, we're talking about, according to Cleaning the Glass, at least 25 possessions. So it's not like that lineup's been out there for a really long time. Um, they will have some experimenting to do here in terms of what mm-hmm. they're going to do with some of these lineups as they move down the home stretch. And as I mentioned, their schedule is difficult. The thing that was good for them, Kelly, yeah. is when it comes to like, because I know a lot of people will gravitate Lord toward like making this playoff markets, things like that. They essentially have two games on the Golden State Warriors because they have the tiebreaker plus the full game. I think it's a full game or a half, one and a half games. Uh, lead in the loss column they should be solidly in the top six if they just float along and maintain tread water here and we'll see who they get in the first round but i i would still think that this is a team that finds itself inside the top six once everything is said and done well i'll tell you they 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 need to be i think they need to be because i don't you know we can sit here today and read the reports that we're getting on paul george but yeah, I don't think you you don't can't find yourself in a playing situation in the Western Conference, and we, you know we, we're going to get to some of these other injury updates here soon too. But if you talk about I, you know the potential of the Mavericks being near full strength, right? If if somehow Zion's back in that amount of time, like it's a that play in tournament could be mm-hmm. uh, extremely difficult, and you could find yourself in there with some really good teams that you're going to be shocked at how many are actually ended up in the play in tournament. So look, these next couple weeks. Are, are extremely crucial for a team like them to not slide into that point. I don't think they will either, but man, I you got to avoid that at all costs. And I think this is where, you know, for people out there, and I'll include myself with this, where you might have been critical about the Russell Westbrook signing, you know, Russ, this, this is the time to step up and kind of be, you know, be more than what they brought you in to be, right? Be more be what you've been a little bit more in the past of your career, because you got when Paul George and Norman power out of this lineup, I think you're going to need a little bit of boost to somewhere else. And it, you know, speaking of that, they need Norm back too, right? Like all of us, all of a sudden they need him back a lot quicker than, than we would have been making the uh, cared about, you know, if we recorded this podcast yesterday, they need him back as soon as they possibly can. Yep. So they're a full game up on the golden state warriors and they are, one and a half games up on the seventh seventh seeded Oklahoma City Thunder. Congratulations to the Thunder. They're playing good basketball and looks like they're trying to force their way into a playing situation. And I will harken back to a, a, quite a few months ago when we talked about it on this pod, right? The West uh, to participate in the West play in Oklahoma City Thunder were ten yep. to one 
and uh, they are now the seventh oh, yeah. seed and in control uh, of that spot. No, no, I was just I was just going to say, JVT, like if if I had that bet in my pocket right now, it was a great call by you. If I had that bet in my pocket right now and the Thunder to be in the play-in tournament, I'd be more concerned right now about them getting into the sixth seed than I would be falling right. out of the play-in tournament. Yeah, well, and that's... I, I think the Thunder really, really could pull that off. Yeah, and I was going to tie that in because people always say like, oh, it's, you know, it's games in November. Why does that matter? Well, they, they were October, right? Well, the Clippers played the Thunder twice in October. They lost both games. They're actually 0-3 to the, to the Thunder. So now all of a sudden you're talking about you don't own the tiebreaker with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So if you do slip and you find yourselves in a tie with OKC for 6-7, guess who gets the sixth seed? So yep. all these games do matter, man. And uh, this Clippers team now has to find themselves in this position. So again, I would not freak out and bet them to miss the playoffs. They're scheduled the rest of the way. They have this one more game against OKC, then New Orleans and Chicago at home before they go to Memphis, back-to-back road games, wrap that up with New Orleans before they come back home for the Lakers, who who knows if they have LeBron James by then, but that's going to be a big game. Trailblazers, and then end the season on the road against the Phoenix Suns in what potentially could be a 4-5 matchup. So it's going to be a very, very important few games, but uh, winnable games over the next three for them if they can pull this off and maybe um, get a little bit of padding before they head to two games in Memphis. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sad. It's sad. It's got to tell you that much right now. Just, it's, I, a- it's just. It, I mean, we've been talking about how crazy this. Uh, you know how, how crazy this West is all year, and it's just. I mean, how much crazier did it just get in the past forty-eight hours? You know, mm-hmm. with so much of the so much of the injury. I mean, people coming back from injuries, guys getting injured. This just it can. It's going to continue to get more wacky in this Western Conference. And yeah, I. You just got to avoid. You got to avoid that play in turn. If you're one of these teams, it's going to be a big push to the Bye. end of the regular season to avoid that tournament. By the way, I will. I'm going to call out one of our colleagues on the carpet. I don't know. I don't think he listens to this, uh, but if he does, I'm calling you out, buddy. Wes Reynolds. I saw yesterday during the game at the end. So Kawhi doesn't get a shot off the end. The Clippers lose the game outright, and uh, Wes tweets out something along the lines of, "They don't even get a shot off." the Clippers are trash. And I wanted to be like, all right, Wes, like one of their guys just went down with a really serious knee injury. Like, I think they're a little out of it mentally right now. Like, I don't, I don't think we have to go and just be like, the Clippers are trash. Like, let's, let's read the room a little bit and see what happened with them. It might be a, just a quick reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I, uh, you know, I think we've talked about it a lot. Do I think they've underperformed all year? Yeah. But I, so if we're, if we're going to go of a more general sense, then yeah, I agree with him. But yes, I think the instant reaction there, maybe a little haste. Maybe a little right. Haste. After uh, Kawhi, after, excuse me, after Paul George had his knee essentially bent 90 degrees. So not, not great. Um, and you know what? They're my Clippers, so I'm going to stick up for them. All right, Wes, how about that? <laughs> um, all right, the other news. So let's go to let's go to Carl Anthony Towns first. So okay. this is, I think, this is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call them our Hawks, even though I would very much like yeah. to disown them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, but, but you got to own it, man. We made the bets. We got to own it. I hear right. you. <laughs> well, actually, the, the, this is actually like watching two of our children fight, right? Because right. I think you and I both had Minnesota Timberwolves uh, overs uh, as well. Uh, you had an yeah. alt over, if I remember correctly. I had the over. Um, yeah, you're dead on. I just bet the alt over, which I yeah. guess I'm glad because I just bet that less and that one's been dead forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl Anthony Towns is going to make his return. And it's not so much about today. It's about going forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Having said that, Kelly, this is a fascinating dynamic because on the surface, you'd go, oh, like, yeah, we get like an all NBA caliber player coming back right before the postseason. This is great. Yeah. But when he was on the floor with Rudy Gobert, it stunk. Mm -hmm. So like what this means for the Timberwolves were kind of sliding a little bit. They got a big win over the New York Knicks. But going into that game, they were one in five in the previous six. 
I, I we're looking at this whole thing because we got to talk about the Jazz too momentarily because the Jazz are in control of the ten seed. I I would think that with Rudy, it sounds crazy, but with Carl Anthony Towns coming back and Anthony Edwards injured, I, I would actually, if we're making odds on who would be the team to fall out of the plan to allow the Lakers to get in, I think we're making the Timberwolves the favorites ever so slightly. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be. T- I mean, that's another one, right? Where it's the, it's just a team that it feels like they never got going at any point this year, right? Like you talked about because of because of those guys all on the court together, they never had time to really figure it out before Cat got hurt. Is is what it feels like, and. There's not an I don't know that there's enough time for them to really get it figured out before the play before we get before the regular season ends. Yeah, I'm looking right now. So there's a couple of things I wanted to find here with this for um for Minnesota to make the playoffs. I wanted to find something here. So the yes is even money, the no is minus one twenty five. I, I mean, I would say that's a, that's a fair minus one twenty five price. That'd be something I would be looking to lay. I mean, especially because I think there's a pretty good shot as you look at them that they don't even participate in the play-in, right? That they could fall out. Yeah. Given, and it's so weird because it ties into the return to Carl Anthony Towns. And then you look at their schedule, Kelly. Their schedule is brutal. They get Atlanta here at home. They have to go to the West Coast for a three-game swing. How about this? Warriors, Kings, Suns all on the road before they come back home to host the Lakers, the Trailblazers, and then they go on the road again, Brooklyn, San Antonio, before coming back home to host the New Orleans Pelicans, which it, that could be like win and get in play-in game, right, for the New Orleans Pelicans. That could be a faux play-in game for them, for both teams. Um, But that schedule is brutal. Other than the last two games, those are at the very best, and we're talking about maybe that Lakers game and the Portland game, coin flips at home. Other than that, you're going to find yourself as underdogs in every game, but I would say, what, two of them before you get to that San Antonio-New Orleans swing? Yeah, 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 probably. Um Man, this is really going to be interesting here down the stretch. Because that no, I, I'm I'm just looking at some of these yes no numbers too too, and I'm I'm with you. I think that's. I mean, I think they're they're a team. I, I think that no is an attractive bet at minus one twenty five. Because even I mean, even if could, they get in, right, they're going to be underdogs in these matchups that they're in. Even let's say it's Minnesota Timberwolves and Los Angeles Lakers, and they get because if they're the nine seed, right, they get the home court in that. Mm-hmm. There's a really good opportunity. There's a really good chance that they're going to be home underdogs to the Los Angeles Lakers if LeBron James is on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to do the math. Okay, so like, what do you? If we had to guess, if we had to guess, who are all right? Give me your top six in the West. That that when the regular season ends. It's stacked, and you don't need to give me the, their exact seat. But what are the six teams you think avoid the play in? I think it's the six that are in right now: Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix, the Clippers, and the Warriors. I think I agree. Right, I, I mean, because I think I agree. I don't, but I don't think I see the Thunder or Mavericks falling much further than they have. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking. So then we're talking. Minnesota, Utah, L.A., New Orleans, I guess, fighting for those last two spots. That's where I, mean, like, I think this I think this no bet on Minnesota is a good bet. Like, I, I think it probably ends up being Minnesota and L.A. in there, like you're like the exact scenario that you're laying out. Right. Um, but yeah, then you're talking about, I mean, just still to make the playoffs, they got to win that game. And, and then you got to win another one on the road on the road. Yep. 
And and by the way, and like so all of this too, when we're talking about these these teams in the top six, um, and we'll talk about more of these games later, but it does set like tonight, Luka Doncic is set to come back. That's a massive game. Those two teams, this is the mm-hmm. third and their final game. They have split the first two. So the winner of this game gets the tiebreaker. That's going to be huge when mm-hmm. it comes to getting out of the, the bottom four if you're the, the Dallas Mavericks. And it's going to be huge for the Warriors to solidify their spot inside the top six. So uh, there, these games, as we mentioned like last week, these games carry a ton of weight. But as we're kind of focusing on Minnesota, I think that's the way to attack this. It's I, It sounds weird to go, oh, Carl Anthony Towns is coming back. Let's bet the Timberwolves to miss the playoffs. But I, I think that's it. And, and for those who don't know, too, by the way, to just show, to give you some examples, Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns on the floor together this year. They've been outscored by a point every 100 possessions. That doesn't sound that bad. Their offense ranks in the sixth percentile of NBA lineups. 107.2 is their offensive rating when they have Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert together. It's just, it's been an absolute nightmare in terms of their efficiency on offense. And that does not include, as we mentioned, the fact that maybe, just maybe, Anthony Edwards is going to be pretty dinged up here down the stretch and could potentially miss time because that um, that is not going to be good for this team at all. It's a very, very minuscule sample size. But when Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert are on the floor without Anthony Edwards, and if you filter out like D'Angelo Russell, yeah, 87.5 offensive rating. Not good. Yeah, no, no not at all. I, I, think, I think the strategy... I, I guess I would wait till tomorrow to make that bet because I have a feeling they beat Atlanta tonight. Um, you know, with, Dude, with uh, no, I can't do it anymore. Like, <laughs> I, like, would like you, try to guess it on Atlanta. Would, would you honestly be like, I, I would not be surprised if Atlanta went out there and smoked them by like 30. You know uh, no, I mean? like, of course I wouldn't be, but I'm just ridiculous. like, DeJounte Murray's out. It looks like bogey's questionable and more, leaning more towards out for this game. Um, I mean, you got cat back if the Edwards questionable, but um, no, no, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be shocked. I hate that team. I just, I just don't think the market though is going to give. You know, when we're talking those yes nos, like to make the playoffs, I just don't think you're going to get anything from. Like, there's not going to be many. I, I think Thunder, Jazz, Pelicans backers out there, right? Right? Yeah. Like, it's going to be all LA money, uh, and and pro- probably some Minnesota money after seeing this news today. I just think I think if you might maybe wait a little bit, you actually might even be able to get a better number. The minus one twenty five here, and right, shop for, around for sure. We're just talking to DraftKings. I mean, who knows? We, you know, yep. I haven't even looked oh, yeah. to other places. So let's uh, let's throw a break in here. When we come back, uh, we'll get to some more news. Zion Williamson, uh, the magical R word, reevaluated. We have a time mark for that, although he's been reevaluated like two or three other times. So we'll see if he ever comes back, and we'll get more. We have more teams to talk about in this Western Conference race, uh, which is wild. So. You're listening to the podcast. Just stick around here on a Western Conference Wednesday. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, back here at Harvard Handicappers, Western Conference Wednesday. This is uh, going to be a thing now for the next uh, couple of weeks, right? This should... Western Conference is going to be wild. We only have like three weeks left in the regular season, but right. we're, going to, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing this. And uh, there's no days that start with a letter E. So maybe I can look up a different language and find the word East and we can tie that into either Monday or, or Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we come up with something there. Yeah. Hopefully it's Spanish. That's my, uh, it's my native tongue. Of course. Uh, all right. So. Zion Williamson. So you saw this news. I I read through it really quick before we started going. Like I just I I tend to kind of poo poo on these reports, which pretty much say nothing. But this is, I guess, something. He was cleared for activities. He's out for the next two weeks, and then he will be reevaluated. Yep. Hey man, at least he's back. I guess at least he's back doing basketball work, right? Like that's. I, I guess that's a step forward. I, I I believe that's where he was at though last time before he got hurt again, right? I, Right. I think that's where he was at in this process last time around. So, yeah, I'm not holding my breath or anything here. Um, and look, it has my opinion on this on the on this team and this situation changed over the past six weeks, two months. Yeah, it has. Um, you know, two months ago, I was coming on here saying and we were saying, hey, look, this team still performed really well at the beginning of the year when Zion was out there, uh, you know, top 10 offensive and defensive team. Uh, they were playing like, but now you've got what Alvarado's hurt, right? This team has just not looked in sync at all. Um, besides beating up on some bad teams over the course of the past couple months, it feels like. So I, I don't know. Like, I don't, of course, Zion being coming back and help his team. Of course it, it will, right? Of course it will. But I, I just don't know that the rest of this team that the way they're playing right now has enough to help out Zion with actually making a serious run here. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm kind of done believing in it, right? Like, yeah, he's. I mean, he's going to improve their offense. Their offense has been atrocious since he's gone down. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it's just again, like we're just kind of waiting for information and waiting for him to come back. And even if if you're somebody out there who's like, okay, well, he's going to come back. I'll bet the Pelicans, you know, plus three ninety to to make it to the postseason. Well, that number's probably going to get fatter as the the season goes along for you before he comes mm-hmm. back because you look at the rest of their schedule. And like yes, you get a home game against Charlotte coming up tomorrow, but then it's it's a four game road trip along the West Coast. It's the Clippers, the Trailblazers, the Warriors, the Nuggets before you come back home. How about this stretch at home? 
the Clippers, the Kings, the Grizzlies, the Knicks. Like that's that's brutal. Yeah. And yeah. Like, what is that team gonna do against that schedule? And let's say when does Zion Williams? Let's say so two weeks from today he's gonna be reevaluated. That would put us at yep. what? Oh yeah, if we're talking. We're talking like a like two games left or something before right. that they have. So I, I was looking at it earlier. I think yeah. I think they have like two or three games left before the playoffs. Yep. Start. That would be the fifth. So if he and and that's if Kelly he comes back that day, right? Because right. that's the reevaluation period. They'd have three games left. So I don't like I don't understand the point of trying to bring him back. I think too. The other thing is if we reach April fifth, which is the two week mark from today, and they are right well out of the play in picture, I highly doubt we see Zion Williamson again this year. Yeah, no, I no, I completely agree. There's no reason to at that point. And, and yes, is Zion maybe turning into Anthony Davis and all these other guys that we talk about hurt all the time? Yeah, he is. I know everybody likes to, uh, you know, likes to make those cracks still. But um, look, he's still he's still young. He's still we've seen what he can be when he's healthy. Um, and he's I think he can still be a superstar player in this league. And you protect your superstars. So mm-hmm. if there's if your if your team's going nowhere. There's no reason to push it back out onto that court for no reason. All right. Something or nothing. Um, ooh, what was I going to throw at you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here, I got something for you. Before, before you do, yeah. I really might. Though, I'm, I'm looking at this as we're talking. I really might be, and I know Will Hill's on this as well. I might be ta- I mean, might making a yes on, the play- yes on the playoff bet for the Thunder and a no on the Timberwolves before the day's over. I really might be adding those. I just don't, I don't think Dude. those numbers make a lot of sense right now. You, well, you know what doesn't make any sense, and let me see if this is how much this has changed. You got plus one sixty on the yes for Thunder, and you're no no minus one twenty five. We just went over everything. We just went we just went over everything for Minnesota, but like Oklahoma City, you got it's Memphis, Phoenix, Clippers, Warriors on the tough side left of their schedule, and then it's Pistons, Hornets, Blazers, Pacers, Lakers, Jazz. So like they at least control their own destiny, right? Like <laughs> you win those games against like the the Jazz. The Blazers, the Lakers, right? Like you win those kind of games, you're in this. Like you're you're right there. And you're talking about a top six seed, not even the play-in. No, no, I'm, ta- I'm talking. I'm talking of, of at least securing not falling out of that play-in. But yeah, even the possibility of getting into that range, like there, there, it's possible. How about this? I went on with Mitch and Paul on Monday. I want to say or yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it was yesterday. DraftKings had had them, Kelly. At plus one thirty to just participate in the West play-in, still. Who? That was yesterday before the Cl- the Clippers game. The Thunder. The Thunder. Yeah, I, I, like, to I, participate in the play-in, they were still a plus one thirty dog. Like I was like, so, we, I talked about that with Mitch and Paul, and like that's if you're somewhere, you've got to bet that. That's 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 a very good bet for you. So, and that's where like that's where the the play-in. I don't know. I can't remember at least a season where we've had this many teams. Like, we're this close to the end of the season, right? And this many teams that could mathematically fall into that play-in tournament, right? right. So the only thing that's almost tricky with that bet is you kind of need to run all the different variations of how teams can finish and what, you know, what is the percent chance they end up in that range? And whether that, whether because, you know, I mean, there is a chance, there's a chance they make it to the sixth seed. There's a chance they fall out of it completely, right? So I I don't, I'm I'm with you. I think that'd be a, that would be a, what was that? Oh, I was going to say the, the uh, what's it called? The, as I was talking, because I went to go look mm-hmm. to see what the update was. DraftKings didn't have it up. And as you were talking, they just posted like on my screen. It just lit back up. They just have that market back up. The Thunder oh, down yeah, is right. 130 favorite to participate in the West play. So that changed in 24 hours, plus 130 to minus. Yep. Yeah. 
See, I w- this is the this is where I wish you could bet some nose too. Oh yeah, these are these are index props for our audience, yeah. so it's not like they're offering yes nos because that would be the way to do it. And you can and you can look at like you know yes no to make the playoffs, but a yes no on to participate in the West play in would be a fascinating market to dive into. It's an, in, it's an like interesting they number they have they on the, the Clippers at minus one ninety five, for example, right? Right. To participate in the play in. I bet <laughs> yeah. the no on that. I bet the no on that in a second. We're talking about the bet no on no. You would bet the no to miss the playoffs and bet that you would bet this right. as well. Um. The, I mean, so you relisted this Clippers, even money, even money is what they have to make a play in tournament. That's interesting. Yeah. I think that's a little, it should be a little higher. They, they still have that tie. Like I said, they have the tiebreaker over the Warriors. Still have Kawhi Leonard. I don't think they're dead yet by any stretch. So I would, uh, I'd bet the no on that too, but I'd bet it no, because I think they're going to be a top six seed. Man, Lakers minus one seventy feels aggressive too. I know, I know the, I know the, I know we always love the Lakers, and I, I think I do expect them to be in there, but I think I expect them to be like the nine or ten seed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not laying minus one seventy on it. That's for sure. Uh, all right, before we get to uh, the the games for today, we'll go over we'll go over quickly. Anything else that you wanted to uh, bring up here on our Western Conference Wednesday? Let's see anything you've got. John Morant, Luka Doncic returning. Anything you think we need to hit on there besides the obvious that they make their teams better? Yeah, nothing really. Like I think you know what's it called? The um, I was going to tie them into the game analysis because both of them played today too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you hit the obvious. Like you go to the you know, to transition. You know, you go to today and the market moves on the over. That I think that is accurate. You know, they, you don't really see a big move on the number. Overnight was thirteen and a half. It goes to twelve and a half. I'd be more curious to see how effective he really is. He was off for nine games. I don't even mean from a conditioning standpoint, just from like an efficiency standpoint. Maybe there's some rust after not playing for nine games, but the Rockets, they get them twice now. It's a really good way to um, break a guy in who's missed nine games. Mm-hmm. So not too worried about that from the Grizzly standpoint. And they're getting him at home, so they're always playing well at home. I'm more interested in what Luka Doncic brings to the table for the, the Mavericks and all of a sudden is a massive game against the Golden State Warriors. And did you notice this morning, Kelly? I brought this up when I was on Lombardi line. Mm-hmm. the market did that weird thing again that we discussed last week where the side moved one direction, the total moved in one direction and that they were conflicting. Oh, I caught it. Yeah. Right? I caught so it. The, the market. I, Cause moved. I got in on the Mavericks and yeah. I'm, I'm a little surprised this didn't, I, I mean, I guess because of what Luke, Luca did the whole warm up last game, right? It was, he did the yep. shoot around and shoot then around. play. So I guess, I guess him coming back was kind of built into this number a little bit, but I'm still a little surprised this number hasn't moved more in Dallas's direction. Uh, well, what what are we at now as we're so recording this one and a half? Basically a pick em, but I've seen ones on either side. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically a pick em. Basically a pick em. And it was Golden yeah. State one, right? Yeah. Well, I saw No, I saw as high as two and a half in favor of Golden State. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Two and a half. Because, yeah, I got the money so. line when it was still two. Yeah, so it moved it moved in Warriors' direction from a side perspective, but it moved to the over to rehash for those who weren't listening uh, in our last week's episode. And those are two contradictory moves because if it's moving to the Warriors, that would mean Luka Doncic and or Kyrie Irving aren't going to play. But if the total's moving to the over, that would mean that Kyrie Irving and or Luka Doncic is going to play. So it, it's, it's happened a couple of times now with these Mavericks games. It's just all about whether or not you can get the information because there's something to attack there. You just don't know what to attack because you just don't know who and who isn't going to be available. And... If Kyrie Irving plays today, this is going to close like Dallas minus two and a half or something like that, I would think so. Yeah, I guess I don't think he's going to play now mm-hmm. that I'm seeing more reports here. This now this number makes a little bit more sense to me. I didn't yeah. catch I didn't catch the note of him exiting the arena the other night in a walking boot. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was bad. It was so on the other day. That's when I texted you on Monday. You yeah. brought it up on Monday. We were talking about this that he had he had mentioned right that the ba- the pain was more serious than than kind of he had been letting on. Yeah, and when he he made it worse, that he actually aggravated it in the loss to the Grizzlies. And uh, in that game, they scored nine points in the first ten and a half minutes of the fourth quarter for that game to go under by eight points. So I really enjoyed that as somebody who bet that game over the total. So Kyrie Irving is a little dinged up, yes. Well, um, I'm on the Mavericks tonight, but it, luckily, luckily it's a small bet, and I won't be adding to it. That's uh, p- for sure. <laughs> whether he play, I mean, whether he plays or not, right? Like, how, how are you really? Ex- what, what could you expect minutes wise, almost out of either one of these guys? Right? It feels like yeah. they could be on the bench. At any side, I mean, if, Ky- if Kyrie actually plays, the minute that foot starts hurting him more than normal, he he's probably done for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And Luca, you're not going to press too hard on his first game back. Uh, the so the only thing that I have that I wanted to throw at you before we get out of here, and then whatever you have on the schedule, um, I have I'm experimenting here. New York, Miami. So this totals up to two twenty four to half. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opened two twenty one, and uh, I actually bet this under two twenty three and a half, and you know now it's I missed it by a point. So my thought process here, Kelly, is you tell me if I, I'm approaching this in the right way. This is the third game between these two. They have played in the two games that they played previously. The total closed 216 and 215 and a half. One game went under by about 10 points. Second game went over by about 26 and a half points because both teams had like out-of-body offensive games. I don't know if you remember, <laughs> it was the Julius Randle game winner. Yeah, it was the yeah. 122-120 game. And they, they combined to shoot 44% from three. Both of them averaged about 1.26 or more points per possession. And like I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, if the market's moving, because again, think about where we were, two fifteen and a half at the last one. Now we're up to two twenty four and a half. We're a nine point adjustment from the closing total in the second game because of a couple of statistical anomalies, right? Like out of body shooting experiences yeah. and efficient offense from two teams that aren't really known for it. They're two of the slowest teams in the NBA, so we know we're going to get about 94, 95 possessions. I'm just kind of pushing back on the market's adjustment because the market said the first two times these two teams met was like, oh, you know, this is a, this is a total that should be in the 215 and a half range. And only one of those went over with some anomalies. And now the market's like, got to push this thing up nine points. I think that's just too much. It definitely, uh, it definitely feels high. I, I was thinking that earlier today too. Um, I guess digging into some of the numbers, uh, you know, a little bit more. It's, I, I think it's just, I think it's more reactionary to how well the, you know, like the Knicks offense has been playing. And then like the heat's defense really hasn't been that great. Like right. over the past 15 games, I'm looking at you know, like 23rd um, defensive uh, efficiency over that time. Like that's, that's kind of odd for them. Um, the, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I definitely, that definitely stuck out to me as well. Plus I, I mean, you know how I feel about Miami. I was like, I can get plus money on this Knicks team against the Miami Heat. Like, I know we're in Miami. <laughs> like, this is, a, you know, this is a big time, you know, or a rivalry game. I don't know if there's any big time rivalries, honestly, in the NBA that like regular season games mean that much. But, you know, a little bit of a rivalry game down there uh, between two teams that are, you know, still jockeying for position in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Uh, it, it is definitely a, a heavy Knicks and under lean for me. That's for sure. All right. Anything else on the card uh, tonight? Um, I would say, did the Suns Lakers interest you at all? I do have a slight, I have no, a slight lean to the Lakers, but I don't the only think I'm thing playing that it. stuck out to me was that Aiton's not playing, and so maybe you're looking like props wise at Anthony Davis, right? Points and rebounds, yeah. Because you're taking on Bismack t- Biombo and Jock Landale. What's always tough with that is like, I, like I think it's always such a good, like that is the to me the immediate thought, right? Like for anybody who 
who bets the NBA enough or just knows the NBA. Like, that's the first thought, right? Is Aiton's out, AD should dominate. I think that the one thing I would say is that for, for that reason, though, JVT, it actually leans me more towards a Lakers side than probably whatever his player prop numbers are because the books adjust those wildly, too. You know, you know, like those are going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough PRA or whatever, or points and rebounds for you to hit over on. Uh, that's going to be a high number. I'm trying to pull it up right now, but um, I had it at, I, I wrote about it this morning. I think it was 43 and a half points and rebounds. Okay. Points and rebounds. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I wouldn't be going, <laughs> like there's no way I'd be going under it. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting here telling you to bet the under, but like that, that's, that's a ton of production we're asking out of him, right? And I yes. understand that the Suns don't have much else down low, um, but that's where I would think it would it, it would lead me more towards backing the side of the Lakers for that than actually playing an over on that prop at that high of a number. For, for what it's worth, he's averaging 39.8, I think it is, points and rebounds since LeBron James been, uh, has been injured. So mm-hmm. it's it, to your Dude, point. He's been lately. a stud. He's been a stud. Yeah, he has been. I, I saw some weird. Somebody tried to pull me into like a weird, like anti Anthony Davis conversation the other day, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, he's been awesome. Like, I don't, I don't know what we're doing." Here he's one. It's him and it's him and Zion that like I'm. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend probably Frey and look throw Kawhi and Paul George in those in this conversation too, right? Where it's yes, is it annoying how much time these guys miss and sometimes you know over their own choice of just resting? Basically, of course it's annoying, but like these guys are extremely talented human beings on a basketball court that we somehow do not get it. Like we love to hate on Anthony Davis and Zion and Paul George way too much. Like for the time these guys miss it's, I I mean, like Zion and Anthony Davis, like Anthony Davis, if he wasn't interrupted by injuries throughout his career, we might be talking about like he, most Shaw says this all the time. I think, I think he, he puts it pretty well. Anthony Davis is the guy we should be talking about. Like we talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo every single day. Like he should be right if his career wasn't bothered by injuries, I think he'd be right up in the, there in the same conversation as Giannis. But it's it it is what it is. His career has been what it is. All right, man. Anything else before we get out of here? No, I think uh, good luck for all the bets out there tonight. I'll know yeah. I'll need a little bit of luck hey, on my Dallas side. That's if for you're sure. uh, if you're listening to this and you're a League Pass subscriber, I will be on the NBA Betcast tonight for Portland nice. Utah. Yeah, so uh, make sure you check that out up on League Pass. So I'll be up there with uh, Shrog Hira. Over at DraftKings, we'll be there for the whole game. Yes, we get the, uh, hopefully, it should be a fun game. Total of 234.5 should be a back and forth affair. And Larry Markin is going to play tonight. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I'll be yeah. up there. And uh, as always, too, baseball season's around the corner. So make sure you check out everything Adam Burke has to offer. Shout out to Adam Burke, too, who put me on Japan to win the World Baseball Classic. Hell so yeah. on me, skating tripods next time we talk, buddy. All right. Absolutely. I, know you I hit that last night as well. That was nice. Actually, not yeah. only that, but I got scared then when I. Uh, uh, they were up three one and did a little did a little hedge of the plus one and a half on the USA. So hit that sweet sweet middle. Mm, nice, I like it. I like it. All right, Kelly. Uh, for everybody else, of course, check out everything we have to offer: baseball season previews, and of course, March Madness still underway. I get to go to the regional tomorrow. Can't wait for that out here in Las Vegas. Vsin.com slash subscribe to find out everything we have to offer, and we will talk to you on Friday's edition of Hardwood Handicappers. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 